Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Wazzy Circus Radio, the show where I sit down with the most, the coolest people I've met in over 16 years of skydiving and a decade, almost a decade of um, indoor machine flying. I think that's what I'm going to call it from now on. Um, yo, shout out to my Patreon patriots, Jonathan O'Rear, uh, Jeff Gowie, uh, everybody else that has been supporting the show. Um, YouTube is free, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Rhapsody, all that shit monthly to keep that up is not free for the audio, it's weird. Um, but I've got people supporting and that's why it's still there. Alright, cool man. Shout out to Lone Star, Skydive Lone Star in Looney, Texas with the King Air. Uh, shout out to Texas Skydiving out in Lexington Skydiving for supporting Learn to Skydive Austin. Uh, we are going big, uh, we are rocking loads man, I appreciate all the help from everybody. We are doing Wazi Circus Adventures in California beginning of March. Hit me up. And if you don't make that trip, we have Costa Rica right after that. Skydiving and fun shit. Cool? All right. My guest today, man. Super cool dude. Very important dude. Mike K. He has sea license, almost 300 skydives. Uh, very passionate about the sport. Very passionate about like teaching, coaching. He's very involved in a lot of shit. Dude has 105 military static line jumpers. <laughs> Normally you meet like guys with like six and they can't walk, right? Yeah. yeah. 105 military static line jumps. 105. Like, full gear. Yep. Where have you jumped? Have you ever jumped anything crazy? Like a fucking tank or something that you had to deploy and fucking? No, no. Just <laughs> rucksacks and weapons cases and stuff. Weapons cases. Yeah. Put a rifle in it. Thing it goes into oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah. I know that. What about boxes? I've seen guys jump boxes, right? Sometimes, yeah. Military free fall guys will jump boxes and barrels and crazy stuff like that. But. Oh, that's just for fun. They're never like responsible for flying <laughs> like a cache of something in. No, they will. Military yeah. free fall. Okay. Uh, not static. Lines I gotta so much, be very but. careful what I ask, don't I? I see yeah. your face. I'm sorry. You're fine. <laughs> ask away and all. Okay. Very cool. Um, What's the best part of being in your position, like, with what you do? God, I don't know how to talk to you, Mike K. Just ask. I get to teach young paratroopers how to be safe. I get to teach jump masters how to keep paratroopers safe. And uh, I get to deliver beans and bullets to the guys out wherever that need it with, with a parachute attached. So, man, I've got so many questions about this. Aren't you a fucking huge target? Flying low and slow, dropping shit off. So, okay, I don't know what the modern military is doing. I've done some research on the World War One. The first 16 guys that flew over the channel to help out was the first beginning of Air Force. And then after that, there was 18,000. This is World War One. World War Two, the biscuit bombers came, right? Yep. And it was Britain that kind of started it. Mm-hmm. But they would fly a couple fighter planes and then big-ass cargo planes. Yeah. Isn't that nerve-wracking to be that big of a target, flying over a war zone, dropping? I would imagine, yeah. I'm not Air Force, so, you know, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, okay. Uh, so wh- who do you drop supplies to? So we drop supplies to soldiers that can't be reached by normal means, like truck or, you know, oh, bike so, around. Okay. I guess it's not like, yeah, we're not storming any beaches lately, so right. it's not the same thing. You just deliver the supplies. Yeah, so if, if if the soldier can't be reached by normal means, like a truck or whatever, then then we'll airdrop something over to them. Damn, 
all the questions I want to ask are wrong questions. I'm like, are there stealth parachutes so that you can't see the drop and like so like the enemy can't see it? Are there ways to quiet down the parachute opening so like at night you can drop? I know. So there, <laughs> I know. I know. It's there, there is some stuff I can talk about. So there's a thing called J pads. Okay. It's a joint precision airdrop system, and it uses a ram air canopy to fly in to wherever that place might be. No shit. Using a computer. No shit. Yeah. So is it drone or is it a physical a physical jumper? Control. It's not a physical jumper. It's it's automated. Right, but it's like okay, because you know how like some of our um, horizon. What is it? What are they calling it now? The drone strikes. The horizon something. It's like the new horizon. Oh yeah, yeah. So those are people in a box like piloting yeah, yeah, that yeah. stuff. So yeah, no. So there's no person. It's it's plugged into a computer and it goes to where it's supposed to go. So you're telling me a computer can land a fucking ram air parachute, yep. and I still have students crashing in. Yeah, and it's it's kind of the neat thing about David. Parachutes. David. <laughs> Do we need a drone to land your parachute, David? No, no. Da- David's going to be fine. David's He'll figure it out. Fine. He'll flit all the way down. Yeah, so, you know, if you look at the history of parachuting, it came from the military. Yes. It came from the military, right. and we adapted it. The guys got out yep. and bought a bunch of surplus gear right. and started jumping out of whatever they could, right. wherever they could. They needed to get their fix, right? Oh, my God. So Have you seen any of that, those old videos? It's dude? crazy. Just oh, cutting panels out and trying to make yeah, trying round to like, canopies steerable. Have you seen the pterodactyl? No. You haven't it's seen the pterodactyl? Stuff, though, yeah. Oh, my God. It was like, a, um, I think they were, they were, it sounds a little weird, Mom. Sounds a little weird in the headphones. Um, they were trying to modify a round, and they did, mm-hmm. but they made it more like a triangle shape. And like, yeah, it was like, like paracommandos and like all, all kinds of crazy stuff. Are those used? Is it just what is what is the what is the main one? Everybody's like, oh, I was under the T something something. Which so one? it used to be the T ten, which yeah. is just a straight round canopy, uh-huh. and then we transitioned to the T eleven, which is it's kind of squarish. T11. It's actually a cruciform, is the shape technical term okay but it looks like a square with holes in the four corners really yep yeah i don't think i've ever seen one of those then yeah there's uh i got some video we can pull up later on so they're not the big old like the ones that land the um spacex joint that's not around no those are panel. humongous well i know i know yeah. but it's not the same shape not it's the different... same shape yeah oh that looks cool. more square let's see what's that uh this is probably a cargo drop so this will be round so okay. go ahead and play that so um how many planes have you jumped out of mike k uh different types yeah or yeah maybe a dozen or so a dozen a couple <laughs> helicopters you have got helicopters yeah this is a an m razor which is a off-road vehicle oh sick well those aren't square those are round those are round those are big Oh, that's what you said. Canopies, yeah. Those are T12s. G, that's what G12. Yeah. G12. <laughs> G for gigantic. Gigantics. What is packing that fucking thing like? Uh, you got a big old fan blowing air into it, and you have. Really? That's how you, you pack between, it? You have between two and four people packing it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. What? You, oh, wow. They're huge, huh? They're really big. Yeah. That's 64 feet across. Am I allowed to talk about the rooms I saw at the place? Yeah. Okay. That giant room, the rigging room, mm-hmm. where you hang them up for the inspection? Yeah. That's the wildest thing I've ever fucking yeah, seen. Yeah, drying tower. Because <coughs> they get wet often? 
Um, not often, but we use that to get like sticks and stuff out of the canopies because mm. you don't want to pack that in there. It'll tear the canopy potentially. How big are the G's? So that G we just saw 64 feet. Um, G11s are, I think they're 100. They're really big. Those are the things we drop Humvees with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's another video there of a Humvee drop. Uh, Sick. If you can pull it up. but. So is it... um. Is the bracing of the box the vehicles are in what saves them from the drop, or the parachute drops that slow enough? So it's a mix of the of parachute course, of reducing course. the descent, and then there's uh, some. It's it's basically really thick cardboard. Okay, and, it, and yeah, that it takes, the, takes ah. the energy. and wow, man. it crushes. Yeah. So we're able to be deployed anywhere in the world, like fucking pretty heavily, pretty quick. Yep. Like I mean, everybody knows it, but this shit's real, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, That's for the real for the eighty second airborne right there. Right on. Okay, so everybody's like, "Hey, I'm in the eighty second. Well, I was in one thirty first. Oh, you in one thirty first? Were you with the one fourteen? Like, what does that mean?" So <laughs> each unit has a number <coughs> designation, and uh-huh. it basically tells you where you've been. Really? So you know. Uh, so you you can tell a person's history with the number they tell you. Yeah, yeah. If somebody says eighty second, then they were you know at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Common right. knowledge, right? If they're in the hundred and first, then they're uh, Kentucky, you know, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. So this, yeah, but no, but then they know information like, oh, you were in Germany and fucking something, something. Oh no, yeah. we were on the other side of something. Yeah, because like you guys, wow, mm-hmm. what a fucking world in the military. Do you love? That's a square, or what? That's a Humvee. Wow, so that's a two G eleven. Oh, those are two G eleven. Yeah, okay, two gigantic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not really what it means, but. Bam. Yeah, that was a Oh, you don't want to be aboard when that hits. Yeah, nobody on the drop zone when those things are coming down. Or in the in the vehicles. No, definitely not. The Russians do crazy stuff like that. Right, do they? Put people they come in, in tanks. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Russians come in hot, son. Interesting. Oh, I'm sure they do. It's probably the most efficient way to get them in. Yeah. What's the wildest thing you've dropped out of an airplane, man? Um... I mean, dropping a Humvee, yeah, like, that's, that's scary. fucking nuts, It's scary. Dude. It's frightening. Those wheels, is it true they get red hot? No. Oh, no. Mm-mm. That's not true? Okay. Man, I'm such a civilian. It's all good. <laughs> you know, we watch stuff like, um, what's that car movie um, with all the racers and I forget. Which one? Which one? Um, I mean, yeah, Fast and Furious, right? There right. is a Fast and Furious, and they drop some cars out of the back of an airplane. Right. It's right. nothing like that. Oh, I know. It never is. It never is. The real thing's cooler. Yeah, I think. for sure. You know what I mean? They got, go, the fucking things roll out. Do we have any of that? There's another video of their uh, inside view. Man, I would have been military. How old were you when you joined? Uh, I was 17. Okay. My, my mom had to sign a waiver. Really? What made you decide to get in then? Yeah, this is the inside view right here. So this is a bunch of uh, lightweight cargo, and li- by lightweight, I mean what are 500 this? to 2,000, 2,200 pounds. Fuck. The C-130. All static line bags. Look at all yeah. those bags. Yep. Wow, look at that, man. And you're responsible for all that yeah, shit. Static line, Drogue, all that stuff. Thanks, That's, Brian, for that, that footage shit. right there. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Which one? Which one? Oh, Brian. I can't see. I'm sorry. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so those are, guys, if you're looking on the right side of the screen, those are the wheels I'm talking about. If you look on the floor, there's these little wheels. Yeah. The and I've heard rumors that, man, you know, you're dropping a lot of shit. They get red hot. 
some guys like, we playing like electric guitar on the edge. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Everybody's got machine guns and sharks. Man, that's nuts, dude. Oh, this. So, oh, that that was a narrow. What plane was that? That was a C one thirty. Why did it look narrow? Was it just the camera? That's angle? probably just the angle okay. of the camera. Fucking, what's the coolest plane you've ever jumped out of? Like, what was the coolest? Like, fuck, that was because you guys do events yeah. all over the world and shit. So C seventeen, uh, it like carries. Jet. They, it's a big old jet, right? The ones that the galaxy flew, they flew people out of Kabul, right? So you heard about that in the news recently. Oh, can we show the the? Oh, we're not gonna do the skydive. Yeah, shit. But <laughs> it holds over a hundred paratroopers. It's humongous, and it's cool because my. Oh, C seventeen, not the C five. I was thinking C five. C five galaxy, yes. Yeah, but C seventeen. Okay, because yeah. yeah, the C five opens in the front. I'm like, how the fuck right. did you get out? <laughs> yeah, C seventeen. Okay, C seventeen. Yeah, so my Can uncle was an engineer up? on that project for oh. the C seventeen project. Okay. So I got to jump out of the first one that was issued to the Air Force. The Broodgate. Yeah. Same well, thing. a door. It was a door exit. So oh, it was a door. on the side, yeah. On the side. Mm -hmm. Hundred jumpers, fifty each side, all status lines. Yeah. How big are the doors? Was it designed for it? It was designed for oh, the so parachute. Oh, so it's perfect. Yeah. What do you think of it? Is that the coolest it's, one? It's it's huge. Uh huh. It's not my favorite, but it was the coolest one. Okay. My favorite. Woo! That's a C five A galaxy. No, that's a C seventeen. That's a C seventeen. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, it's that, pretty big. Yo, that okay. So Upper New York by um, uh, Skydive the Ranch. Yo, I was I got off the freeway, and they were fucking flying drills with this thing, and they were like rolling it like five hundred feet off the ground, just fucking carving. I couldn't believe it. It was like a building. They're surprisingly nimble. It was like a fucking building, five hundred feet off the ground doing tricks. It was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen, dude. That's the C seventeen. We pulled the C five Galaxy. They look similar, right? Yeah, C five is enormous. It's bigger than that fucking yeah. monster. Oh, yeah, look at that. Okay. They look similar, though. Look at that. That was my favorite plane growing up. I saw one with an SR-71 in the oh, belly man. of it. Like, it was inside. And we got to walk by the uh, Williams Air Force Base in Arizona when I was little. Yeah, I fell in love with that thing. The tail's like five stories tall. So what's your, like, favorite civilian jump plane that you've jumped out of? So, civilian, I really like that 182. Fuck yeah, you like the 182. Yeah. I do, too, man. You've jumped everything, otters, caravans. Yeah. Pack. Have you jumped yeah. a pack? No, not a pack, but yeah, a King Air. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a caravan. Yeah. So it's a little bit quicker with a low wing. Yeah, but the one eighty two, you can sit back and chill for a bit. And yeah. Think about your skydive and. Man, it's a good, it's the best environment to learn in. Is yeah. the one eighty two drop zone? I don't, I don't. The rapid turn. At other drop zones is really stressful. It can be, yeah. You know, but the way too, you're like, we got 90 minutes. All right, let's talk about our skydive. And it's cool, right? Go take a break, you know, talk to your people. Man, thank you for bringing me your guy. Yeah, for sure. These, these they're, all, they're all riggers in the military. Yep. They all have hundreds of, did you understand? I said he has 105 static line jumps. Why do you walk? How can you walk? How does that work? I learned how to land, how to PLF properly. And how, 
Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? That's not taught well anymore. Right. How do you PLF properly? You got to hit all five points that you're taught, right? So right. balls of the feet, calf, thigh, buttocks, and the pull-up muscle. You got to hit them. Okay. If you don't, you're going to hit your elbow, or you're going to hit your knee, right? or you're going to hit your hip, and all that gets bruised. Okay. So balls of the feet, really, that's the most important piece. Really? How, okay. how many injuries do you hear about where broken heel? Because oh, people yeah. are coming in right, right. with their heels. Yeah. So, so balls of your feet. I know. Yeah, I know the role. We always teach it, but you always hope you never have to use it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and at airborne school, you do hundreds of these before you even jump out of a plane. Right. I know my hundreds. my old boss used to have people jumping off the picnic table. Yeah. Right. That's mm-hmm. that's the old school training, right? Yeah. yeah. That's fucking nuts, man. So. Are we allowed to talk about like the the process of lowering the ruck and then landing? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, does that not create a pendulum effect, like a flag? It could, but ideally the ruck is falling straight down. Yeah, but you're moving. Oh, you uh, can be moving. Yeah, right. there's wind. So guys in the military, they um they carry a lot of shit, man. And like uh, before they land, they lower it down a certain distance. And the, the gear hits first, and then the jumper lands after. Mm-hmm. What's the theory on that? Doesn't that make face plants? Like, I could just see, I just see that. You got to trust your PLF. Uh, you're oh, taught. Oh, you're do, you do. Up. So you're telling me you're getting fucked up when we land. You, you, <laughs> you can. You could. Definitely can. Absolutely. <laughs> you're just, <laughs> let's a just lot be honest. Of people get you're getting fucked up on these landings. There's no way around it. Okay, a lot There's of There's no doubt. Got it. So you trust your PLF and you just really fucking do it. I need to teach that more and more yeah. and more and more. And you're not just doing one PLF in one direction. You're doing all kinds of directions to so that you react split second. Once your feet hit the ground, you know which way you're going. My fear of teaching that in civilian skydiving is I'll just have a bunch of people fucking doing flips for no reason. Yeah. When they land, they'll flare and like hit the ground and roll. People get hurt practicing PLFs. I mean, it happens. Yeah, yeah. They're just not doing it right. Get a nice <laughs> pea gravel pit. Right, right. And have them jump into that. Uh, where did you learn how to civilian jump? So, Texas skydiving in Lexington. That's right. You better believe it, baby. Okay. Um, what was that like? It was amazing. Of course. So, Cecily and David and Nicholas was there as well. It's my coach. Okay. Mr. Odom. Chase. Yeah, all those guys. Love Chase, man. Oh, that's a good, it's a good place, man. It's, it makes me smile. I'm smiling right now. It's such a great learning environment. How like, many static line jumps did you have when you started? 97 when I so started. So you, you had, you already a jump master. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And how much different was it? Sports skydiving is night and day from static line. So the basics and fundamentals, so landing mm-hmm. is the same. Mm-hmm. But everything else is different. Uh, flying a canopy is different. There's some similarities with our maneuverable canopy, which kind of turns in a circle. Uh-huh. But that'd be the T11. That's the MC6, okay. so modified control. The modified MC, control. Every, Army acronyms. Everything has an acronym. Right, right. So you can turn around in a circle, and it has a little bit of forward thrust, but not a lot. So you can kind of break a little bit if you're moving forward. Do toggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, that's how you turn it. It's not by yeah. risers. Not by risers, yeah. So okay. you full toggle and you'll rotate one direction, you know, right toggle turns you right, left toggle turns you left. And you can break a little bit, but not a lot. And a lot of people call it a flare, it's not a flare. hundred percent not a flare. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this straight. Ain't no flare, you dog. cannot flare an M C six. Not possible. 
Oh my god, that is nuts, man. Have you jumped? I guess as the rigger, you've jumped every piece of gear the army has to offer. Yes, but I've never had to use a reserve ever in your life. Not never. even sport jumping. Never. Ah, good for you. So, and I hope I never have to. Did you, you had to learn how to pack before you jump? No, you learn how to jump first, okay. and then you go to rigger school. Okay. And then you have to pack your own parachute and jump it. Is rigor school, you guys do repairs too? Mm-hmm. So you're a sewing master. That's why you're going to make my phone case. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. Okay, I'm going to give you the um, dimensions. Yeah, for sure. Yo, he has a belly band mod with a phone case in it. So he can like, it's pretty cool, man. I'm getting one. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that, that, that comm system mm-hmm. is what we're using at my job to communicate. We're like, they're upgrading to those. Oh, nice. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. You guys are ahead of the game. I guess military's always ahead of the game. Well, I didn't discover that through the military. I okay. saw it at a boogie. Okay. And I told Cecily about it. I was like, hey, we need to try these out. Uh-huh. So Cecily and I got some, and we've been kind of testing them out a little bit. Have you talked to each other under canopy? Under canopy is great. It um, is? Sometimes if you get a little bit far away from each other, because she's you know, on a on a postage stamp and I'm still on a 150. Yeah, yeah. So she's way down on the ground already and I'm right, still flying. Right, right. So there's a little bit of disconnect there. So what about with students? Um, that's really her because I'm not an AFFI yet. Well, I'm seeing, so, so, so for my, okay, so. I think it'd be great. So I do this, you know, my IED course, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm still doing static line. I do some military static line jumps. That's how I teach, man. Um, I could put them out like, we could do our 10-second, you know, delay or whatever, that mm-hmm. check dive, and then fly up under canopy, like, yo, what up, right? Like, yeah. like fly night, hey, you know, good job. Yep. So Straighten your legs. <laughs> one of my dreams is to coach canopy piloting uh-huh. with these headsets. So oh, that's the shit. If so I could just talk to you without having to grab the radio, I can do my yeah. helmet, like, hey, man, good job. I guess that's And you're it. flying next to your student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, oh, get, get a, a bigger big canopy. Parachute. Yeah. I don't think we'll do that. Well, <laughs> that's why you hire me, right? <laughs> I'll fly next to your student. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go swoop some shit. You know, come on. That's the joy of life. That's like, you know, best part of waking up. <laughs> no, that is the shit. Like, the capabilities with that, wingsuit piloting, yeah. coaching. Um, I know when we used it in the tunnel, it... Um, Sit fly speed it, it negates it. Yeah, so under free fall, um, you can hear things, but it, yeah. I, honestly, we forget to talk. We're using hand hand signals under free no, fall. No, I'm cussing you the fuck out. You just can't hear me. Yeah, well, it'd be nice if you could hear me. Yeah, but fuck you doing? It's really great, especially <laughs> at a 182 dv where you're going up in the Cessna and you can talk to your student without having to yell at each other. You just talk in a normal. Oh my in god, a tone. dude, the future is awesome. I started with a fucking giant camera box on the side of my helmet with a full Sony whatever that was and a full still film camera on my like head. VHS? Oh, my God, dude. Well, my boss said he used to jump with a uh, battery pack and a VCR in his wow. fucking jumpsuit and a full VHS. Dude, God, I was going a long way. Yeah. And we got is. these little teeny boxes on top yeah. of our helmets. Um, it was, what, is it, what is it called? It's called a ProTalk? It's a Cardo Pack Talk Slim. Cardo Pack Talk Slim, you guys. Check them out. They're pretty fucking dope. I don't know if they're USPA pr- approved. I don't know if your 
drop zone be happy with me having them. I'm not sure if they're tunnel approved right now because they may come off, but come off. But we are testing them, so they may be something we can use. Man, if your students came in with a pro talk, you like went up, boom, we were in there. You just that's pretty sick. Yeah. I should probably outfit the student helmets with some pro talks. They're expensive though. They are. I need. Well, they're designed for motorcycles, so. right? Maybe I can get a sponsorship deal through ProTalk. <laughs> awesome. So, um, being a rigger, are you packing reserves to DZ2? Have you done that? Sport so, like that? I do have an FA senior ticket uh-huh. for packing, and I do pack sport reserves. However, I make sure that Cecily's there to, okay. to observe. Because right. I didn't do as many of those as I did chest reserves. Right. So I've probably got a couple thousand chest reserves packed over my career. and So this a leads to my next sport. question. Yeah. You can pack my paramotor reserve, my chest mounted paramotor. Yeah. Oh, man, I should have brought it tonight. I'd have gave it to you. Yeah. I'm going to take you to the tunnel. When you come back to the tunnel? Uh, probably this week. All right. Yeah. I'll have it. How hard was it for you to convince your wife to jump? Was it easy? Was it a? Did you have to push her? She's very nervous at first. She was. Um, I mean, she's she's solo now. She's killing it. But yeah. at first, she came and saw me at the tunnel. Wasn't a good experience for either one of us. Yeah. Not really. She didn't really like it. I didn't really like it. Then she went and jumped, and then she got better, and now she's killing it. Yeah, she's, I mean, it's the same with everybody. She needed to learn to relax. Right. So, I mean, she's a paratrooper, too. Yeah, she's so a fucking paratrooper, too. She had that experience, um, but it took a little convincing to get her to go skydive. Right. She did some tandems. Right. Uh, she didn't seem as gung-ho as you. She doesn't like heights. Right. I think she'll be okay with me saying that because it's a truth, right? right. So For most truth. human beings. Right. Um, and it just kind of, it, it took till she started to enjoy her landings till uh-huh. she would enjoy that. I saw she started the other day. The sport, right? I saw her the other day, right? just walking it out, like fuck yeah, you yeah. know. You look like everybody else now. You're killing it. That's and, dope. Yeah, and that would be my message to a lot of the new people, uh-huh. new students, is just wait till you start nailing landings, and then it's gonna change your life. It'll change everything. Free falls, nothing. Yeah. Free it's, falls, nothing. It's fly on the canopy. Yeah. If you guys are having problems, come see me at the tunnel. I would love to help you with it because free falls, nothing. It's all about parachutes. 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 You are a parachute fiend. You are Love more it. of a parachute fiend than I am. Have you ever picked up a paramotor? I have not, but I would like to. Man, let's go kite. I'm going to teach go. you how to kite. Yeah. Um, it'd be nice if you could come to Cali, dude, and run down them dunes and fly. If not just with this trip, just on your own, because I know how much you love flying those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, 150 what? What do you mean? What were your My size? When, when, so when, Sabre when, 3, 150? Sabre 3, what is that? So that's the newest performance designs canopy. Mm-hmm. Um, they took all the things everybody liked about the Sabre 2 uh-huh. and redesigned the canopy. So it's got tail ribs and, you know, things to help with flaring and all that stuff. So Fuck is a tail rib? God, I'm a dinosaur. What's a tail rib? Um, so like on the new like cross brace canopies, you see like there's a whole bunch of lines in the back on the tail. And it's just reinforcement to make the tail stronger, I believe. I don't know. I'm not an engineer. Oh, so it has, it has tail ribbing like the valve on the back. It looks Kind of, like yeah. Okay. Yeah. What colors is it? Mine is red, white, and black. Red, white, and black. Man, our boys are jumping those Texas uh, Texas flags. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Are you guys getting new gear? 
Uh, we are attempting to. Yeah, we're going to try to get new updated gear. So that's old, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, branding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're trying to get new black and gold and silver right on. Uh, canopies. So I, I think your contractors should um, probably have matching gear also just to make it more yeah. fluid with the team sure. so I don't, like, stand out. I would like a Valkyrie. <laughs> when we get there. <laughs> just put it in the budget, man. It's branding, bro. It's for recruiting. It is. You know, and I'm a civilian, so it should be, like, approved. <laughs> we'll see All what right. they say. Do we have any more military jokes on there? Hey, there I got to give a shout-out. Hold on. Let's take a pause. A couple days ago, world record was set. 77-way in Chicago, head down, two-way sequential skydive, world record. Fucking amazing. I work at a company with rad bosses. Listen, I know people have had qualms with iFly in the past. I think the company's going in the right direction. They're taking care of the instructors. You guys hit me up if you think I'm lying. If if it hasn't happened in your tunnel yet, it's coming. The on-the-clock coaching. Um, I know a lot of people are upset about being kicked out of the tunnel. Um... Outside coaching is gone. It's a touchy subject. I know it's a touchy touchy subject, but just know this, that the guys that are still there are actually benefiting from the decision. If that gives you guys any... I know it doesn't help, man. I know it doesn't help. But this is the first time since I've worked for the company that two of my bosses are... Two of the corporate guys are so involved in skydiving. Like, they're so involved in flying. They're still part of the sport. Mickey Nettle, Nate Roth out in Arizona, man. Uh, Fucking heroes to the instructor staff. This is Mickey's view of fucking super float on the world record. Look at this video, you guys. Check this shit out. There's Mike checking out the video. (laughs) There you go. Start it over? Nope, you didn't get it. Anyway, any second. I don't know how many planes they use. Let's say, what is it, 77? What, there's 20-something each otter? What do you think, five, six planes, seven planes? Boom. Did you get the exit? I missed it. Yeah. Bang. Look at that. How many planes do you see right there? One, two, three, four, four. five, six, seven. Look at that. Super float. So it's like doing a giant layout up to a formation, man. And he's just waiting, look at that smile, man. Mickey's a fucking movie star. I don't know if you guys know that. Look, so we're just waiting for a slot, waiting for a slot, slowing down, slowing down, uh, bam. Waiting for the grips. You gotta be patient. You gotta, you know, you don't just start grabbing people. You don't wanna pull somebody out of their slot when they're trying to get in. So once everybody's gripped, we're in. Bam. Now that's badass enough, but then they change to the second point. Fucking mind-boggling. Bam, let's go. Everybody turns and tracks out. And you track out in quadrants, so everybody goes to separate places. And I'm not sure how they divide the landing area up. Look at that. Big track. Why do you watch his pilot shoot when he let it go? With a big old grin. You see that shit? Man. Dude, I used to watch my pilot shoot. You ever done that? Uh, Only when it didn't deploy my main. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, one, the one pilot shoot and tow I've well, had. Well, when we used to jump those big-ass cameras, right, they would teach us to turn our head so the risers didn't take your camera off. Oh, yeah, and I've had sense. a set of risers take a helmet off my head. Oh, let me see that. Boom. Right, oh, can we run that back? 
Anyway, I've had a uh, set of risers take my camera helmet off. So I learned how to turn my head, right? I turned my head, so I pull my pilot sheet out and look at it. So I was looking at it, and I let go, and I deploy like that. But look, boom. One, two, three, four. Four planes. Yeah, if you had 20 each, it'd be 80, so they got 77, so that's nice. Bam. Look at this shit. Unreal. Hey, watch people come in and then slow down. So this is, listen, listen. <sighs> people always, okay, so in the sky, Daffy is stronger. It's true. Daffy's stronger for taking grips and wider. And if you only fly shelf, I don't know. Shelf works, man. I don't know why everybody bitches. <laughs> but for, for slowing down, hitting that Daffy stop is good. But you can also fucking flare and stall. Bam, look at that. Look at the pods. But look, everybody's flying Daffy. Because it's just a stronger position. Pow. Track away. Yay, yay, yay. So what discipline do you want to go to? Like, what are you doing? Like, you want to be a swooper? I mean, you're a canopy guy. You want to do crew? Have you ever done any crew? I'd love to do crew. You I need to go to Temple for that. You got to go see Wendy. Wendy Faulkner up at uh, Skydive Temple. Yeah. Crew is where I'd like to take a demonstration team. Mm. So the Navy, uh, Leapfrogs, mm -hmm. they do a lot of crew stuff. Holy shit, right? The British, uh, the UK, Red Devils, a lot mm -hmm. of crew stuff. That stuff is fascinating to me. Right, it so is fascinating. Crew. Yeah. Um, we had Wendy on the show, but we had a lot of technical difficulties, so we didn't get to put it up. But she was on a world record of a canopy stack in Eloy. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That giant diamond. Have you seen the video? Yeah, I've seen pictures the of that way. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, I would like to do that, but that's way more scary to me than that head down record we just watched. See, I'd rather do a stack of canopies. Really? It's just... Well, when you have 100 plus, maybe people in the sky with non-steerable canopies, you get comfortable being around canopies. Ah, you're right. See, I'm usually down first, and I'm, like, alone. But right. if I get stuck in traffic, I hate it. I hate being in traffic with you guys. <laughs> hey, I'm going to spiral through the crowd to signal my intentions, man. There you go. Ah, man. There should be a video on there of a, a landing coming in on the jump drive. On you, the round? You, you got to see this. Yeah, it's that okay. square canopy that I was talking okay, about. The, okay, and that's the... T11? That's the T11 square. Is the T10 round? T10 is round. Yeah. yeah, that's the old one, hey. World War II style. Because military guys, they say that shit with fucking, like, reverence. I've been on T10. Yeah, <laughs> that, means, that means they're older guys. Yeah, yeah they're older guys. I've been on T11. Yeah, I was out in uh, Z Hills one time when I was getting a rating, probably my some rating, and they were doing a commemorative jump, and all these old dudes came out. All these old dudes came out, and they were... <laughs> I think they used a C-47. They passed over top and let them out, and there was a little bit of wind picked up, and it was like 80-year-old men landing into the fucking trailer park, dude. Into the trees. It was fucking terrible. And when they would hit the ground, it wasn't a PLF. It was a PL collapse, dog. Oh, but was they were happy. In, uh, Oklahoma? No, Zebra Hills. Oh, okay. So there's a SOCOM base down there, or a training center. Mm. Man, I witnessed some of the coolest shit I've ever seen. Though. I wouldn't know anything about that. I know you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch this video, though, because this should be public domain video. I'm sorry, Mike K. 
yeah, put you out there like that. Oh, that's the square parachute. Oh, so you guys feel advanced. That's like Da Vinci's joint, ain't it? Kind of, yeah. And that's when you can flare? flare. No, you cannot flare. flare. Well, oh, you you ride that oh, thing in. Oh, jeez. Oh, good God. Welcome to Kuwait. <laughs> that was fucked up. Let's watch that. That should be on a Friday freakout. Hey, you don't want to pay Waz $2,500 to skydive? Join the military. Dun, 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 dun. Get it for free. Get it for free. Free training included. Bow. It only costs your ankles and your knees. Was that a good PLO? That's a terrible PLO. Okay. So, I mean... He's he, not moving. He has his feet and knees kind of together. He, he, he attempted a good... He attempted a PLF. Do you know him personally? I do not. Okay. No. Man, I don't know what I'd do. I'd be fucking scared. The ground's coming fast. Look. Do you see that? Oh, do you see the surge? Mm -hmm. Oh, look. If he was like 10 feet lower, he'd have been landing a lot softer. Yeah. One more time. So you'll see his feet and knees come apart after he lands. They need to stay together. Okay, look. Parachute. Watch. It's back. Look, and then it surges forward right there. Oh, no. Bow! Oh, what would it... If, if your feet and knees are above your head, what, what, what help would it be if they were together, Mike? So it's... it's, it's oh, <laughs> at that point, you're a fucking scorpion ragdoll. You're trying to roll it out, like, get uh, okay, that energy so keep out. It, yeah. keep it. Okay, keep it tight like a flip twist. Use your and body. roll out. Fuck. Your landings are perfect. Thanks. Well, you know, for what you're doing. It's pretty yeah. nice, man. What are you doing, 90s? No. I'm straight in approach. Really? Yeah. That's not what I saw. Trying to play it safe. I don't want to. Weren't you on the fronts or something? Yeah. I saw something. That was a straight in approach. Man, you make that look good. Thanks. (laughs) Hey, I've got 105 static lines, right? So my knees should be busted. Right. And they're they're not. not. And they're fine. So I'm trying to keep them, keep them good. So, what is the future? Are is the military? I can't even ask you this. But like, you can ask. Sure. Are they going to stick with parachutes or is it going to be more drone technology, drone stuff, drone stuff? So at the end of the day, you got it like for cargo or for people? For cargo. For cargo, drones are expensive. Mm-hmm. Really, really expensive. So there might be cargo dropped from drones, but I just see, we'll like, always I have just parachutes. see the, the C-17 just so big as a target. It is, but you, you can't hit it at a certain altitude, so you just drop from that altitude. Oh, so not everything, of course, not everything's done like. Yeah. So people, were they wingsuiting in? Not yet. Yes. The, the problem is you have to train people, and it takes a lot of money and time to train mm-hmm. these guys. So, yeah. So right now, free fall is, is as far um, as it is right now. If I'm not mistaken... The CEO Strong died on a military jump. Is that right? Not sure. Yeah, they're testing how to like bring a platform. I'm probably wrong. I'm full of shit, guys. I'm completely full of shit. <laughs> hey, let's go to this Friday freakout. So, are you zip line yet? I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm holding it for a couple seconds. Are you in the yeah. sky? Yeah. Uh, Gilbert told me he was ziplining the other day. He was like, yeah. Nice. Hey, man, ziplining's hard, you guys. Come to the tunnel. Oh, man. Friday freakout. Shout out to the team. Join the team. Mr. Revis. Oh, what is 
fuck is going on with your Tevas and your friend? Oh, jeez. Hey, he still waves off. Who the fuck are you waving to at that point? <laughs> I heard nothing but bad things about jumping with Tevas. Oh, uh, really? No, it's just old school. Oh, this is AFF. Oh, fuck. Okay. Sky something. Good touch. All right. Legs a little weak. Uh, there's a leg signal. They're on top of it. Other instructor, reserve side, don't give a fuck. He's just flying reserve side. He's all happy. He don't care. He ain't got no responsibility. <laughs> all right. Main release. Really good. Stable student. A little stiff. Relax. You're good. Rever uh, reserve side goes out in front. Has fun. Big smile. That's exactly. I like that. I like to see that. What's going on? Pilot shoots really loose. You see that? Altitude check. I didn't see it. Now, you want to get into action, too? Get up out of the glory. Stay in your spot, main. All right. What happened? <laughs> Redock. This is a perfect skydive. And what happened? What happened? No! <laughs> no! What are you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. Is that an unintentional waterfall? Oh, my God. That's exactly what that was. Holy, look, look, peace out. I'm good. They grabbed the wrong thing and panicked, man. That's it. That's Dip it. that shoulder. That's it. It don't matter. At that point, fear shitting. Look, woo! <laughs> hey, that's a heads up motherfucker right there. She took it off her shoulder. You see that? Pretty good back fly. Dig your legs in. Get your head back. <laughs> we got to watch that like five more times. That's how much fun skydiving is when you don't realize how fucking dangerous skydiving is. <laughs> Yeah, but I can't help but cringe with those Tevas though. It's just such a snag hazard. Is it? Are they? What I've heard. So, in the military, we're not allowed to jump with boots that have uh, hooks. No, you shouldn't have any. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Tevas, Tevas are just a giant hook. They have hooks all of them. No, just you know the flip, the floppy flip part of it. Oh, okay. Those catch on your. Yeah, I I, line. I grew up in the sport with guys that although it's it's hot as fuck. In Oklahoma, so. All right, my opinion on this, that floppy-ass pilot shoot, man. And in my course, and for you guys, just practice this. Practice putting your hand inside the BOC. Fuck the pilot shoot. Fuck that, um, the PUD. Don't worry about grabbing that. Practice grabbing, knowing your suit, sticking your fingers in the BOC, and teach your students this. Slap their ass, come up the leg strap, up to the pilot chute, and they'll grab it. Right now, they grab, like, the instructor's hand. I couldn't see. It's kind of dark. She's like, whee! <laughs> oh, goodness. So it's stuck on the instructor. Look at that. Watch this. Oh, my God. So she reached back, panics, folds at the hip. They roll. Boom. Pilot chute's on her shoulder. She dumps it off. She's on her back. Pilot shoots on the instructor. They're backflying. They kick off their Tevas. <laughs> it was on the Tiva. <laughs> it was on the Tiva. Was it on the fucking Tiva? Here we go. Slow-mo. Reach back, dump. She grabs fucking... She's grabbing the rig. She's, she's grabbing the leg strap. leg strap, yeah. So that's, you know, that's where the deployment used to be. Look, oh, she's like, yeah, why are you still here? Skydance. Oh, this is California. All right, boom. On the back. Tiva. That's on her arm, not the Tiva. Wasn't Tiva still. And you still, who are you waving to at this point, motherfucker? You're down like three grand. I don't mean to call you motherfucker. I bet you're an awesome person. And I, I love you. I love all AFFIs. Um, that was a shit situation, son. That looked terrible. 
Hey, shit happens fast. One more time, Mom. Let's do this full screen. You got it right there. You got it, Steve. So you want to be an AFFI? I do. <laughs> Look how great this jump goes, guys. Maybe I want to be a IAD instructor. IAD instructor is way easier. Look, all right, she's a dude. This is a this is a great skydive. Listen, this this will convince you that it's all right. You know what I mean? With your student, you'll think it's all right. Holy cow! Everything's going good. Legs are good. Let's let her go. Boom. That's no tunnel time. I guarantee there's no tunnel time in that picture. But, you know, instructor's clapping. All right. Reserve side's in front. Everybody's happy. Main side is getting bored. Main side was some of the fun. There's the drop zone. They're in a great spot. You can see the landing area. 7,000 feet. Hello? Yeah. It's all good. I'm going to redock like a boss. Pow. Here comes the protocol. Everything's good. Altitude. There's the wave. Oh, shit. It goes bad. Ow. So in real life, real life, if you can't reach something, you just move your hips to get it. All that student did, they grabbed their leg strap, they realized her hand wasn't back enough, so she tried to move her hips over to her hand. Watch, boom, it's not there, it's not there. It's the leg, it's the knee more, it's the knee more. The knee comes down and spins her. Uh, five seconds back, please. Watch, watch. It's the shoulder, but the shoulder doesn't really have that dr that power. Mommy, run, run it back a little bit. Okay. Yeah, it's her knee. Watch. It rolled her to her side. Bam. Dump. Can't find it. Right knee comes out. Pow. Barrel roll. Yeah. Boom. That's how you do really cool barrel rolls and like rolly birds. You just spread your legs and let the wind hit and just spin. Oh, that's such a dangerous thing because if it would have wrapped up, she would have went in. Infinity rigs. Infinity rigs. Save her life, Infinity. There you go. Oh, she was head down when she dumped. That yeah. that opening That'll sucked. That'll hurt. <laughs> so I got to give you props, though. So I've been watching your instruction, your course that you run. And okay. integrating tunnel time into the training is the smartest thing I've seen. Because isn't that dope? what happens when an AFF student isn't doing well? They send them to the tunnel. Right. So well, why not just integrate it from the, yeah, right. it from so the beginning? Right, so... And being able to fly difficult blocks before you go on a simple skydive, yeah. it's fucking great. I make them learn dock, close accordion, 540, close accordion, dock, sometimes with a verbal hop. And then we go out and all you got to do is fly stage. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> what do they do? They put their legs on. Or they, oh, on don't put your legs on. <laughs> yeah. um, so, in my, I mean, what's the most important part about this shit? Landing the damn parachute. It doesn't matter how cool you look. Not everybody's going to be a Mickey Nettles, but everybody can go out on the weekends and have fun yeah. as long as you flare and land in a fucking open area. So my course, I focus on just get out of the plane, land your parachute. I don't really care about anything else. Uh, we go to the tunnel so you're comfortable, right? But I learned, dude said crawl out and let go, and that's what I did for 15, 16 skydives, dude. That's what I learned. I was spinning. I had to learn how to stop myself. Uh, my students fly four-way before we get in. It's really cool before you guys... Um, it was a lot of tunnel students. So I'd have guys that could sit fly and learn head down, trying to, you know, learn how to belly fly mm -hmm. in the sky. Super easy, easy skydive. Then you guys come along, and you know every fucking inch of the parachute. They're all riggers. Every yeah. fiber. We've, we've touched it at some point. I think two of those guys had 80 static lines, and one had 90. Mm -hmm. And one of them had 200 and something. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've never heard numbers like that. Why is it only like 10 for other people, or 5 or 3? 
Right? Because most so, people, they're like, yeah, I got jumps in the military. Oh, really? How many? I got five. I got eight. Yeah. So Army riggers are paratroopers for their whole career. Whereas okay. an infantry guy is a paratrooper for however long they're at that base. Oh, that so makes so just for the years. training. Yeah. And then they go somewhere else to learn something else. Yeah. So they'll, you know, they'll go to airborne school. They'll go to Fort Bragg, North Carolina for four years. And then they go somewhere else and they're not airborne anymore. They don't jump out of planes anymore. Mm. But because we're parachute riggers, we have to be airborne our whole career. So that's why, because Richard was like, no, 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 just riggers. Yeah. He's like, don't teach anybody else, Roz. <laughs> just the riggers. I've got like 40 or 30 riggers for you. He's like, don't teach anybody else. I can't believe how heads up they are. I can't believe how heads up they are. You guys, I have been blessed with the easiest skydiving courses ever. It's going to be so hard to go back to civilians. Civilians are so difficult. Yeah. We, I mean, we've, we've been taught to keep our head on a swivel, watch out for other jumpers. We know the rules of the air. Lower jumper has the right of way. We know a lot of that stuff already. Yep. And it's ingrained into us. Shout out to Rob Laidlaw, Skydive U. Um, great online course. I literally don't have to do anything. Dude, I am literally just having fun this whole time. I, I fit you for your suit. We do some tunnel time. We go crawl on the wing. You hang off, jump, throw your parachute. Man, you earn free fall. You land your parachute multiple times before you get a taste of free fall. And then you fucking go front foot, back foot, barrel roll, dock, rip it up, and fly away. Super yeah. fun, man. Best students you'll ever have. Oh, my God. So, hey, if you guys want to fly with me, hit me up. Uh, we're about to do our, uh, oh, shit, there I was. Uh, Mike K. Well, before we go there, military. Do you love that decision, obviously? I how do. Did, how, we didn't get to it earlier. How did you, I mean, you were 17. How did you decide that you were going to go do that? Was it? What was it? So, my family has a... a a tradition of serving in the military, whether they were drafted or not, you know, whatever. Okay. But my grandfather served, my great-grandfather served in the military. My dad served in the military. My brother served in the military. Okay. So it was kind of a family tradition. Yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to do after high school. So... Where'd you grow up? Uh, California, Southern okay. California. Cool, okay. So I decided I'd... Join the military. Everybody's in the same branch, or is everybody spread out different branches? Uh, somewhere in the Air Force, and then my dad, my brother, and I—we were all in the Army. Okay. Yeah. And you just you joined the Army. I You're did in the Army now. And I started off as an infantry guy. Okay. Do you get to choose, or they just you tell get you? to choose? Yeah, you get to choose, and I did not like it at all. Okay. Because you're walking around, sleeping outdoors, you know, like all that stuff. And it ruined camping for me. Of course, I'm sure. So I got out of the Army for a little while, and then I came back in, and my buddy said, hey, come be a paratrooper, be a parachute rigger. And that's how I got into this. And that and was what year, do you remember? That was 2001. Wow, 20 years ago. So 2001, September 11th, 2001, I was at Airborne School. Really? Yeah. It was... Crazy. Was it on purpose? It just happened. It just happened. So I reported on September 7th. Uh -huh. right? Got the weekend off, all that stuff. Showed up for training on September 10th. Then September 11th came around and Holy they shit. came and told us that the United States was attacked. And I was like, you're lying. That's not <laughs> real. You're just trying to motivate us. <laughs> you're just trying to motivate us. <laughs> It's a yeah, drill. This is what we thought, you know, and uh, it turns out it was real. 
Yeah, and, we're about the same age. Yeah. So I was at, um, I was getting ready for school. I was in a community college, fucking lost, yeah. like a motherfucker, you know. Yeah. Same age, lost. Yeah. And um, I remember thinking it wasn't real. Like, I saw the building on fire at my house, the first building. I'm like, oh, New York's crazy. Like, I didn't yeah. really get it, right? And I got to school, and everybody's in the, uh, I went to MCC, Mesa Community College. Shout out to Mesa Community College. I was in there, and uh, everybody was around the monitors, and the, the plane, the second plane had hit on my way to school, and they were just burning. And we were kind of, like, watching it, and everybody was in shock, and we were sitting around, and then they fucking fell. Yeah. And I was like, oh, class is canceled. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't see any of that until the end of the day. Really? And that's when we were like, oh, no. And then it was like, we're going to war. We're going to war, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Was it? What was that tingle like? Scary. So you join the military, and you know you're signing up to do something, but there was it was we were in peacetime. We were, yeah. You could just drive onto a military base, like anybody could drive onto a military base, and after that, everything was shut down, locked, locked down. down. Yeah, yeah. I grew up driving on the military base. Yeah. My mom was Air Force, and we just we just we hung out the base all the time. Yeah, you just drive on. Yeah, that's when it changed. Nine Eleven changed everything. Yep, changed everything. So you guys, they were like, "Yo, y'all, did they accelerate your learning? Because you were, did you get deployed soon after? What happened?" No, I didn't deploy till two thousand and thirteen. Believe oh, wow. it or not, yeah, it took a long time. What, what was happening in between? Uh, just training and you know, always trying to be ready. Stateside. Yeah, stateside. How and many How many countries have you been to? Well, I can list them. So, Afghanistan, Iraq, Jordan, Kuwait, Qatar. Yeah, that's about it. All Middle East shit. All Middle East stuff. I've been to Italy. I got to go to Italy. Right on. That was awesome. What was the most fucked up place you've seen? Um, Jordan was pretty messed up. Was it? Because there were a lot of Syrian refugees over there. And what did those camps look like? Just miles and miles and miles of tents. Oh, really? Like, you wouldn't believe it. Just miles and miles of tents. And you're you're driving past and you're like, there's people that live in there. And here we live in the United States with air conditioning and cars and all that stuff. And there's hundreds of thousands of people just living in tents. Hundreds of thousands. How are they getting water? Is it in the desert? Yeah. No idea. What was that shot with the camels? You got that? Where was that taken? That was Kuwait. How's Kuwait? They're rich. Very right? hot. <laughs> that's a hot. That's a air, <laughs> Every place you went was fucking hot. Yeah, they were all very, very hot. What was the crime? Was the crime bad in Jordan? Was it? Was they like? No, the tent that, I cities? mean, they're all Muslim countries, right? Yeah, and I never went into the tent cities per se, but I I drove past them and mm-hmm. saw that, and it, it just it kind of shook me a little bit. Right. It's like, wow, what if that happened where we live? Mm. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't want my family to go through that. Right, 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 right. That's yeah. that's the right empathy you're supposed to have. Where's that at? Where's that's Kuwait? Yeah, so that's in Kuwait. That's the hottest place you've been? It is. 126 <laughs> degrees. Well, that's Arizona on a bad day. You walk outside and it feels like a hairdryer blowing full blast into your face. Damn it. No thanks. Where's the most beautiful place you've been in? The mountains of Italy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. Got to go there with the military. Uh-huh. 
Man, you guys get to go every fucking where. Sometimes. Sometimes, no, sometimes, all sometimes the time. we get lucky. I can't fucking organize anything with you guys. Oh, I'm gonna be in fucking Cali. Oh, I'm gonna be in France. I'm gonna be here. Like, dang. Like, do you hate travel? Or do you love it? Um, it's a love hate relationship. I hate being away from my wife and my family. Right. But I like going to new places and trying new foods and seeing new yeah. things. So. Yeah, yeah. What's the coolest food you've eaten? Um, so I've had camel. That's interesting. How is that? It's dude? chewy but flavorful. Flavorful. Yeah. Like good flavorful. That sounds no, great like good to me. flavorful. Yeah. Do you have it in a stew or do you have it like a steak? It was like a steak. Really? Yeah. What do they garnish a camel steak with? I'm not sure. So our our local Afghans that worked for us cooked it for us, Sick. you know, kind of kind of as a thank you. Yeah. And you know, obviously we can't refuse. We no, ate no, it, no, but right, it was right. actually tasty. How, how so. was the meat looking? How did it look? Was it lighter? Was it? It was dark lighter. Rich? Oh, it was lighter, yeah. like a pork. Kind of like a pork ish. Wow, camel looks like pork. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It was that like? Did you have a lot of like ceremonial meals? Um, on occasion. You'd go eat with people that were from the area. Mm-hmm. You know, breaking bread is just a universal thing, right? Yeah, so yeah. Breaking bread with these people. Man, what's what's your most memorable moment on deployment? Um. So we had a couple of guys. Um, it, I, I'm not like Eric Borquin. You know, I'm not an infantry guy. I didn't. Right. I Friend never, of the show, I, Eric. Yeah, never fired a weapon. Friend of the show, Dakota. You know, in anger, yeah. Dakota Meyer, like yeah. never, I've never had to do any of that stuff. I'm a support guy. I'm a loggy. Gotcha. They call us Pogue. Loggy. Yeah, log- logistician. Pogue, person other than grunt. That's okay. me. Anybody other than a fighter, right? Yeah, rear echelon guy. Like, okay. I'm in the back. I supply all those guys, those Dakota Myers and those Eric Borquin. Right, 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 right. I right. make sure they have their beans and bullets. Got it, got it. Um, we had a couple of guys that there was an insider attack. Okay. Of people that deployed with us, and that, that really shook us because they were from our home state, you know, our our home unit. Oh, holy shit! Not like a, not like a, uh, like not people we not didn't a know. Local that turned on you. It was one of us. No, no, no. It was a, it was a, um, an Afghan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That turned on yeah. the people that they were training. Yeah. With, so, you know, people that we kind of knew. Yeah. You know, I, and I would assume with, with those guys like Dakota Meyer and Eric Corquin, like, they lost their friends. Right. I can't even imagine how much they're shook because of that. Right. Fuck. And these people, I, I just knew them, knew of them. Right. And it kind of shook me being that disconnected, you know. So. Man, what a crazy time. Very crazy. We're out of there. We are. Did you watch the footage? Yeah. Are you allowed to say how you feel about how sure. it went down? Um, I hate that our friends that worked for us, so we had local Afghans working with us side by side every day, and I don't know how they're doing. I, I was talking to Eric during the thing. I was in I was in Maryland, and he was trying to get his friend out. He was yeah. one of the guys trying to send like. Face WhatsApp messages right. to meet a truck on another entrance. Like, that shit was real. Yeah. That was like our neighbors trying to get people out. That's wild. Yeah. I don't think people realize how, like, close to home that situation was. Right. And these are people we worked with every day. That's where we've we're been there. for 10 years. Yeah. 12, 20, 20 years. Yeah. 
that's all we know right now. It's not Vietnam. It's all we know is the Middle East. And wow. I I think we're fucked on the world stage a little bit after that. And we had to get out. But we're not going anywhere else anytime soon. I think the world knows that. Yeah. That's crazy, man. I mean, it was time to end it, but did it have to be that way? You know, I'm not sure. Yeah, but we don't know. I mean, if you imagine me in the office and I'm like, yo, this shit's going down. You're like, oh, fucking send somebody. Like, what do you do? Like, I mean, I I imagine myself in those shoes a lot. And like, what decisions would I make? You know what I mean? It's like breaking up with a girlfriend. There's no good way to do it. Um, why do you think it fell so quick? They knew it. They've always hated it. They've always hated it, right? They've always hated that we were there. I think that's what it looked like to me was they couldn't wait. They wish we would pull out, right? They wish they would give us an inch. Those motherfuckers were ready. And it's not those motherfuckers. It was their city. Listen, it's like my, my best way to wrap my head around is like if North Korea had occupied Austin for 20 years and they just left, we're so stuffed. Yeah, we're taking Austin back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, we were quiet, and yeah, well, fuck yeah, we're ready. Right? Like, that's exactly what they did. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. So, on a lighter topic, hold on, before we get through that. All right, hold on. Let's get to um, coolest jump you've ever done. Because you guys do those commemorative jumps. You guys do the Air Force of Italy and... You know, you guys did the D-Day reenactments. Yeah, you guys were going guy. over to France to jump with a bunch of people recently, right? And the trip, unfortunately, got canceled. But that is some awesome shit. Like, how how are those jumps? Is it like, do you feel like you're back in the day, storming Normandy, like, getting out of these planes? How does it feel? Uh, jumping with uh, Allied Nations is pretty awesome because, you know, there's a lot of similarities between the two. Allied Nation, so I've jumped with the British and uh, the Dutch. Yeah. And, you know, the Dutch don't speak English as their first language, so it was pretty cool that they were making every attempt to communicate with us. And y'all were making no fucking attempts. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Americans uh, don't care. English is the <laughs> national language of hey, peace. But, okay, so here it is. I got another question for you. I've done a lot of contracts. And when they have the contractor for the military come in for these foreign governments, especially Mexico and other governments, we stick to English as that fucking language, and that's how they talk to people, yeah. right? And, like, if they speak your language, it's in an English way. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't say Rio Grande. They say Rio Grande, right? Like, that's yeah. how they speak. It's it's weird. Is That's the culture, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why... Why that is? I, it was a. It's it's been it's been consistent, even if they're speaking Mandarin. It's in a. It's in the English way. Hmm. It's like Chow Ching Song Ching Chow Sing. You know hmm. they don't say it like you know she's out Ching Song Sing. You know, it's not yeah. very smooth at all. It's like very fucking. I don't know. Okay, I've I've been working with the military for a while. Really respect you guys. I really appreciate the discipline. Everything that's going on. Mike Cancel, let's wrap this up, man. I could talk to you forever. Let's uh. Story. Oh, shit. There I was. This is an old-ass book. I really appreciate it, and I really want to keep the tradition of the old school alive. How else do you do it But from a book like that? You guys have a better idea. We can show some old videos or something, but we're going to read from this book until we come up with something better. Yeah, so I actually picked this one because I just did a water jump, my first water jump, military round, 
canopy. Best landing I've ever had. Really? Where, where? There's no ground. Yeah. <laughs> just land in the water. Yep. This is awesome. Okay, uh, title is Going Down for the Third Time, June 5th, 1960. My first water jump was into the Valley Forge Country Club swimming pool. This is an accident. Steve Snyder, D license number five. Fuck. Flew the plane and Bob Spatola, D license number 28. Fuck, Bob. <laughs> let me use his Teslin Turn T slot B12 rig. Don't know what that is. Sounds dangerous. His, his Teslin Turn B slot. Yeah, T slot B12 rig. B12. Okay. okay, B12. Hold on, hold on. B12. I think those are just quick releases. Teslin is the company. Teslin Turn is like his second rig. So he's borrowing his Tesla Turn rig, which has the B12 with the D slot. I don't know what the right. fuck that is. Yeah. 1960s, they didn't have squares yet. So a D slot is probably the canopy. Hey guys, please, if you're one of those dudes that understands this, yeah, if you know what please a comment. Slot is. I think that's the canopy. So the Teslin's the harness. Yeah, Teslin turn T slot. Okay, yeah. cool. Anyway, so he says uh, getting in over the trees, wires, and clubhouse was so intense that I never thought about getting out of my harness until I was sitting on the bottom of the pool in 11 feet of water. I was able to get everything off of me, but picked up a couple of suspension lines on the way up. Before long, I was hogtied and needed help to get out of the water. Every time I surfaced, the crowd cheered. (laughs) Finally, some kid pulled me to the side of the pool. It was a great experience. You almost drown, it's a great experience. Water Water landings were the leading cause of parachuting fatalities in the decade of the 60s, and I found out why on that jump. Wow. It sounds like he wasn't even aware that he's going to land in the pool to, uh, after he was underwater. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they didn't do water, water training. training. So I went through water training for my B license a yeah. couple months ago, and then I went through military. So what's water the difference? Training. What's the difference? With the military, you actually have to get under the canopy and swim to the other side. With the B license training, they just kind of droop a canopy over your head and you, get and you swim out, which is it's good value-added training. But it was much more difficult to create an air pocket in a in military, military canopy. Yeah. Um, how it was explained to me was they had a student in California die from water training. That might be wrong. This might be just some fucking fireside bullshit. But that's why we just drape, and we don't, we don't simulate the whole thing. Yeah. And we would give them more life jackets. Yeah. Right? Did you have a life jacket? Uh, no, we had inflatable, like, CO2 cartridge inflatable. So you had to, like, do the whole thing. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. But to pass the water training, you had to swim underneath, create an air pocket, breathe air, then mm-hmm. swim through to the other side. How old your oldest child? 22. Did you suggest they go to the military? I did. Okay. Tried to get him in. And he didn't go. He decided not to. Okay. Um, would you suggest other people suggest their kids to go to the military? Absolutely. Even with the chance of dying and all that shit. Yeah. So <laughs> you can pick you can pick your job, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did say that. You can choose to be an infantry guy and have that risk of getting shot at. Do you know Eric's story? Eric Borkman's story? Yes. Holy fuck. Yeah. Those guys have my utmost respect. Infantry dudes, cavalry dude, dudes. I like, hug him when I see him. Like, dude. Any combat arms guy, yeah. like, 
massive respect because I used to be one, never deployed as one, but I was but, one. Yeah. I um, but I know my one of my kids is already he'd sign up now. Yeah, I don't know about the other one. But you could, you could get a free education oh, in computers. Don't tell me, dude. I and wish. cyber, and all of this technology. I'm still stuff. paying for college, dog. I'm gonna. Be, I, I will be paying for college till I die. Yeah, it's just the way it is because I didn't go that route. You could be a photographer. You could learn photography in the military. You can be a photographer. Uh, whatever, whatever, you can yeah. be a musician in the military. That's true. A, yeah, a professional musician. That's a thing. A singer, professional singer. You can do that in the military. In the military. You could become a chef in the military. All the White House cooks. Those. Are, I, well, it's the I, best. I, I could be best. wrong. Yeah. It's the best of the best. When I meet you guys out in the tunnel, in the drop zone, and um, I run the military guys, it's always the most clean cut, clean cut, respectful, look you in the eye, shake your hand, yep. in shape, very knowledgeable, very kind. It's not what you think out of a soldier. And you run into some grunt guys, you know, that have been out for a while, and they're like doing like uh, private securities. And yeah. you're like, there's some dark ones. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, things that but, things yeah. those guys have seen, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How do you how uh, you never seen you haven't had to deal with that? I haven't. I'm I'm very Dakota's story is fucking outrageous. Yeah, I'm Dakota like, Myers' story is like he deserves everything he's got, man. He earned that shit. That story is ridiculous. Yeah, can't even imagine. But did you show that there's another side to it than the support? That's fucking cool. All right. Um, any advice for new skydivers? Any military skydivers that want to transfer over from airborne to civilian? What are the benefits? What are the what are, what are the negatives? Um, what do you think they should do? So, in my opinion, there is no negative. So, going from Beautiful. military static line to skydiving, there is no negative. It's it's better on your body. Mm-hmm. It's more fun, and you you learn how to enjoy something. So, the military is a saying that the military takes the fun out of everything. Mm-hmm. So, if you're gonna skydive, make make sure it's fun for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, listen to your instructors, do what they say, and you actually made a comment when you were training me in the tunnel. You're like, you military guys do exactly what I tell you to do, exactly. Yeah. So you told me to wave off, and I went. Yeah. And just <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no, not like that. Calm down. Relax. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. right. Don't accomplish. Because we'll do exactly what you tell us to do. Right, right, right. All right. So yeah, my advice for you guys is come see me. <laughs> I'll hook you up. Um, if you're not here with me, if you're in another state and you can't get to me, um, this is your skydive. This is your skydive. Relax. Slow down. Chill out, man. Wow. Deploy the parachute. Don't throw it. Yeah. Right? Don't fight. You don't, um, this isn't that kind of situation. There's nothing to earn. There's nothing to win. It's the most vain thing you can do. It's all about you. Take your time. Get good at going slow and smooth. Enjoy every deployment, every landing. Uh, stop fighting. There's something, I think it was Dakota Meyer, who said when he skydives, everything else goes away. Yeah. And I find that to be true. What's your favorite moment? Other than standing up a landing. Mm-hmm. I don't um, give a fuck about standing up landings. Doing a super clean poised exit off of a Cessna 182 <laughs> and riding the hill down oh. watching the plane fly oh, away. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, my moment is letting go of any aircraft. I don't care what it is. That second of like detachment, dude. Yeah. You're so committed and it's over. 
Like, all the nerves and shit on the way up, all the things. You like thinking about the jump step by step. I want people to get the most out of these skydives with me. I do mostly teaching jumps. I don't really do fun jumps, right? So I'm thinking about the student and where I need to be and get the communication. And then it's kind of nerve-wracking. And what if I don't do this? As soon as I let go, ah, I'm in my zone. Bro. Yeah. It's beautiful. Being in the zone. Yep. Cheers to being in the zone. Mike K. Absolutely. Um, I appreciate everything you do for me personally. I appreciate everything you're doing for the sport. Um, what is the future? Of, what are you guys doing down there at Cat Mabry? What's coming out of it? What are we training for? So we're trying to stand up a parachute demonstration team for the Texas Army National Guard. There was what the yeah. Texas National Guard fucking demo team. So there was one from '09 to like '18, and we're trying to bring it back. I get to hang out with these guys, man. I get to hang out with future heroes and show them how to flare in the middle yeah. of a football field and shit. So you know hopefully I mean? flags yeah. and shit. Dude, I'm so honored for this position. I've been blessed with it. And I'm very... It's fun, man. These guys want it. Yeah. And they're experts. Yeah, hopefully you'll see us at a rodeo sometime next year. Yeah. Well, fuck, <laughs> hey. AFFIs, imagine a set of expert riggers walking up saying, will you please teach me how to skydive? It's... And they have their own gear, and it's new gear. It's all Saber. No, it's all Storm Storm Two Thirties, the Texas logos. They have their own gear. They they say, "What should we do?" I say, "Buy a G Four. They all buy G Fours. <laughs> like <laughs> it's crazy. It's the best thing, man. I'm having a great time, guys. Uh, come see me. I fly Austin. Fly with me, Dusty Shaw, Drew Still, motherfucking Eric Vavord, and Austin Ketchins. Uh, we're out at Texas Skydiving. Kicking ass with the llamas. We're out at Lone Star Skydiving uh, in Luling. Um, there's other Texas skydiving. It's fun. Hit me up on Messenger, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, holla at me, please. Comment on the show. Fix us up on these parachutes and that old Tesla turn fucking T something. Yeah. Love you guys. Keep your head on a swivel. Hook that shit. Wazzy Circus Radio. Boom. Thank you, Mike K. Yeah, for sure. Boom. Give me a thumbs. Yeah, that was a good show. We did it.